So it says the call has been going for 25 minutes, but it's been recording for 40 minutes. Minutes or seconds? Seconds, seconds. (laughs) That would be even weirder. (laughs) Like that one time I just kept recording all day. That was like 12 hours. Yeah. 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 Uh, Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Uh, We don't have a Matt. I don't know what, he's just falling off the face of the earth. He has. He's ghosting us this week. He's he's living his life. He's just enjoying his job too much. He probably just stays there. Doesn't go anywhere. Probably. Yeah. Ignoring all the all the customers, all the clients. So you have a super tiny list? I do. I have a super tiny list, and like half the list is related to the mean girls at the Washington Post. So if you don't want to talk about that. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that's that's awesome. I, I don't really yeah, have just, anything. I have, I have not. Oh, I got, you have I a got lot of stuff? stuff? I got a ton okay. of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, no, that's amazing. I've just been like, just watching that. I don't, it's, it's, it was, (laughs) it's just good to see them melting down. I, you know, Dave Weigel was this guy where like, he was kind of smug and kind of an a-hole and liberal. And I think he's coming around a little bit. Like he's, I think this might (laughs) just because, just because, uh, people left in the pocketbook. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. So do you have the tweet? The (laughs) I don't have tweet. I don't have the evil tweet, but oh. all I will say is that it apparently it's true that all <laughs> women are either bipolar or bisexual. Right. <laughs> Seems like all the ones he works for. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, I I you know I definitely have some sympathy for like women who have to deal in toxic environments and whatever but but they're the toxic ones it's just a joke just (laughs) chill out yeah i just you know like unless there's other evidence that weigel is you know kind of a a a jerk you know to them or whatever i just don't see like what are they doing are they like actively policing they are that's what i'm saying at what point does your life become like so miserable that you can't just scroll on i mean It's just and then to conflate, um, you know, people responding to her criticism and not using appropriate channels like HR with being harassed. She's not being harassed. She is the harasser, ma'am. You are the harasser. People that are responding to you and criticizing the way that you handled this 
that's not harassment. That's just criticism. It, and it's it's bizarre. It definitely fits, you know, our little uh, stereotype or caricature of like, I don't know if these are millennials or what they are, but the generations after us who just seem like, you know, they're just overly, overly sensitive. Like, and I get the feeling this is performative or it's, you know, I, do they really, are they really like threatened by Dave Weigel and his I retweet? I doubt it, but it seems, yeah, to work. I it think, seems to work for them though. because Yeah, right, <laughs> right. Yeah, so, so we retweeted this joke and... Uh, and then, uh, what's her name? Felicia Sonmez or whatever. Sonmez, yes. Uh, she like flipped out, and she she just had like a sarcastic thing, like, "Oh, it's so great to live in a toxic whatever environment with people who tweet stuff like this." And so, you know, I mean, he did the right thing. He didn't. Well, are I, you are you rolling I, around in Saran wrap, sir? Yes. I, <laughs> <laughs> is it that loud? I was just so like, loud. I don't, why, I don't know why I have this. Uh, what are these? What's this wrap? Bubble wrap. Here, I'll pop one. Hold on a second. Oh, these, it's like really tiny. You can barely hear it. Yeah, we can um, hear it. Yeah, I was just putting away bubble wrap. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll stop doing that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't, I mean, like, is she really that sensitive or are they just playing it up because they can? Because that is just bizarre, you know? It's um, bizarre. Yes. Right. Um, and, and Weigel, like, to his credit, was just like, okay, well, I, you know, people are going to be offended. So I deleted the tweet and I apologize. I think that was a mistake. Yeah, I don't think that's necessary. Yeah. I don't think that's necessary except for to protect his job. And he knows he has to. Yeah, right? but he got suspended anyway. <laughs> yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. But if he didn't and he doubled down, right. he probably would have been fired and they would have cut off his hands and other appendages and stuff. But um, but yeah, and then some other was there's there's another girl who chimed in, right? Or well there was a bunch of girls. She was yes queening herself all day long, <laughs> retweeting everybody who would agree with her that was a blue check mark. It was it was very strange. <laughs> and it was yeah. like a two day thing where then Right. Weigel stopped responding to things. He said, oh, I made a mistake. Gosh, I just unretweeted it. And then some other um, journalist that worked for Washington Post, who's on the national desk, um, a Mexican, a gay Mexican. I only know this because he used it in his microaggression Olympics with Felicia uh. um, over who's allowed to um, respond to things like this, that he's he's allowed because... It's uh, it's Del Rosa or whatever, That's right? That's it. That's it. Yeah. That's so it. the only reason I I didn't know he was gay, but the only reason I know about him is because he uh, he was the guy who did the um, you you should know him because uh, he nailed your guy uh, Marco Rubio the yacht he was the yacht guy the yacht guy what do you mean the yacht he oh. he got the scoop that Rubio owns a like a tiny little boat but he made it. <laughs> into like this yacht and he's super rich and you know like the that rest of us are whatever okay. yeah 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 i think i'm pretty sure that was that that guy because I, I made fun of him for it and um and so yeah again it's like these guys who 
generally, you know, were on the left, and now they're getting attacked by these rabid, you know, weirdos, feminists. So because there's uh, some kind of pyramid going on of like, sure, yeah, who's, who's allowed to to feel yeah. the most oppressed, and it's an oppression Olympics. And yeah, that's that's long, the best. I mean, it's when they're yeah. not really attacking conservatives; they're attacking each other. Well, that's the thing. They, they got yeah. tired of attacking conservatives and random people on Twitter. Now they've turned their sights on each other, and now we can sit right. back and enjoy it. But, like, what is the outcome of this? You've got Washington Post that basically looks like they're running a kindergarten, (laughs) putting out statements saying we all need to, you know, be kind to each other. And you've got, you know, (laughs) mean girls um, shanking each other on Twitter over here. (laughs) Didn't Uh, they take it? Didn't they take it like they took that statement to mean that it was against them, right? So they they, they did, they but took yes, offense they, at that. yeah, they did. But then they ended up suspending David Weigel, so right. yeah. um, without pay, without pay, without pay for a month, for like a month, yeah, that's a, yeah. that's quite a bit. I mean, that could you know that could hurt you for like this dumb retweet. It's it's amazing, and uh, throughout this whole period, you have uh, that other moron. What's her name? Taylor um, Taylor Lorenz. Lorenz. Yeah, she. So she committed other acts of atrocity, of journalistic atrocity. Does she know uh, any other way? Does she? Yeah, right. And so people called her out, and of course now they're white supremacists or whatever. uh, She just like started pretending like she was being attacked. Yes. First she blamed blamed her editor, and then... Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That was great. She was just like, well, it's her fault. Like, what? I mean, maybe it's true, but it's just a little convenient, right? And then she started turning on the other liberal media reporters like right. Oliver Darcy. Right. Darcy, uh, yeah. Like, they don't really know what they're doing. And oh my God. It's just. Oh, it's so great. I just, I want to, I can't wait for her next video when she's crying about how she was oppressed. And it's Can just I just say how much I love that every single article about her? has that picture of her yeah, with that fake face yeah. of sorrow and tears. Not, not a tear to be seen. <laughs> Every single article uses that picture. Oh, it's so, so amazing. I know. So, calm down. Calm down, ma'am. Um, yeah, it's pretty great. It's pretty great. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, like, look, overall, it's bad. Like, you want the Washington Post to be, like, to be having good journalistic practices so that – because it's very – you know, it's something that we need, but right. um, but it is kind of fun to see them implode and accuse each other in this, you know. But know, that's the, that was the thing, is that in all of this, this whole week, all the things that Washington Post could do to, like, restore their reputation and order, and they suspended David Weigel for a silly joke. And you yeah. got old Taylor Lorenz over here where her <laughs> corrections have corrections. I think yeah. there three corrections on the story where... They claimed to contact two YouTubers that were following the Johnny Depp trial, and they never did. Right. Yeah, and, um, and I think that's a, I think that's a really important um, kind of uh, criticism there because her entire story was about how uh, unfair it was that this woman was uh, maligned uh, by the media and right. by people on YouTube and social media. So she was trying to make the argument that. 
that this this was like an expression of the patriarchy through social media and how awful it was. And so for her not to reach out to these people and confer, like get a statement from them is really crappy. And then secondly, to, you know, lie about it. And then also, I guess there was some other problem with it where there was uh, so what one of the people were like, look, you know, had she requested my my comment, this is what I would have said. And what they pointed out is that she made it appear as if uh, that person made eighty thousand dollars, you know, right. off, of, off of their viral, you know, TikToks or whatever about the trial. And this person pointed out that she used an estimate, but she used the upper bound of the estimate, and it, it ran from three thousand to eighty thousand. So just it, it's just unfair. Like it's just it's just dishonest. I mean, it's just but it's okay like, when she dishonest. does it, and it's like the, the gaslighting okay. from her account. Yeah, that yeah every time she gets called out on one of these things she is normally doing the thing that she's accusing other people of doing and it's and it's just hilarious because i mean i know how mad you got when she would um flame your favorite girl from the new york times um magpie magpies stay away from magpies anyway isn't it funny how whatever newsroom she ends up in there ends up being (laughs) Cat fighting and right. um, gaslighting. Yeah. yeah, where else should she go? We should recommend she go to other places. Let's see. Um, uh, I mean, oh, well, she she came from the New York Times, right? Yeah, that's right. that's what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, those are the two big ones. That's, those are. that's fine. Yeah. Um, I mean, next, I guess, you know, if she can go to like MSNBC. Maybe she could take over. No, she won't. Remember, she flamed MSNBC too because they're the ones that put together that package that had her crying like an idiot. Oh. <laughs> And she slammed MSNBC for making life worse for her. Yeah. And what was she that can't weird? go to CNN because she's now, you know, attacking. Maybe she could yeah. replace Brian Stelter. I don't know. What was that weird thing about her age that she was like pretending to be younger oh than she gosh. was or she's, whatever? She's like, she is in her forties. Listen, <laughs> ma'am, it is time. It is time to start getting mad yeah, about God. people calling you ma'am. Yeah. Because exactly. That's how old you are. Okay. You yeah. are not in your twenties and thirties anymore. And she keeps acting like she is and posting things that make people think that she is. And of course that um, Fry speak, you know, makes her sound like she's in her twenties that, you know, (laughs) trill. Yes. Right. Yeah. That's what I, that's what kind of, yes. Right. Right. Yeah. Like, look, look, the thing about vocal fry is I love podcasts and I love crime podcasts and uh, economics podcasts for some reason. And any, all of those are all hosted by the girls in their 20s who think they sound cool when they every use single one fry. of them. All, all of them. Every, it's it's an epidemic. Like it's it is. There's crazy. a vocal fry pandemic yeah. in America. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I had to I had to will out of my brain not to notice it. Otherwise, it drives you <laughs> crazy. Like I I had to do that after someone pointed it out because. I, I actually, it was actually a podcast about vocal fry and oh, what wow. the sexist to call it out. It was fascinating, but I, I heard that and I was like, what are they talking about? I'm like, oh, that's what that is, yes. you know? And so, so then I noticed it everywhere. I was like, oh no, this is going to ruin my podcast. Yes. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to have to go back to listening to talk radio or something. So they all so, go to the vocal fry school of vocal podcasting. Fry. <laughs> they do. Yeah. And apparently she took a class probably on TikTok. 
so yeah pretty fantastic and i mean you know like look usually this kind of stuff doesn't matter and i I, it's almost like you're participating in the uh in the catty you know um um a kind of uh gossipy nature of of the stuff but it's so fun it's so sorry we had to do it we had to do it Um, we had to it's so Uh, enjoyable yeah so so now he's uh so he's suspended for a month. You know that sucks. He's actually done some pretty good stories. I, I've, he's, uh, he's. I Although think, he's been pretty dismissive of cancel culture, and that's coming back to bite him. Uh, oh, Every, okay, yeah, I had the set. Okay. Yeah, everybody yeah, yeah, yeah. is pulling up all of his old tweets right. about oh, it. Oh, okay, I gotta go look for those. That's so fun. Yeah. That's great. Um, actually, I wanted to ask you. Um, I don't want to keep you too long, but um to to kind of review what happened in in georgia it was the primaries it was kind of uh oh it was one, awesome one step one step ahead and two steps back right or two steps ahead and one step back but how would you call it because i mean um, i guess uh, here's the deal i'm i'm you know very upset that marjorie green like made it oh but well i never, mean that was never that, in, that's not like she she was running but, in an area where that wasn't going to be a surprise she's originally yeah. from my area and knew uh-huh. she could not win that area. Wait, wait, and which, which? Oh, where my, you're at now? Yeah, oh, where okay. where I live. Okay. Um, but so, she could not she could not win in that area and is running in an area that, that um, I'll just say it wasn't a surprise. <laughs> okay. All right. This is really cool. This is really fascinating. Um, did you listen to the um the podcast with Eric Erickson? Uh, talking to Jonah Goldberg about the Georgia elections. No, I didn't uh, even know there was it one. Is, it is really, really good. He's very, like, he's just very insightful, and he knows it so well. Did he I, go I, into I, how dumb our um, the local Georgia GOP leader is? Did he get, oh, go into that a little bit? I'm not sure if he did that, but he okay. went over all the races and why they turned out the way they did. And he he explained some really uh, interesting things. Like he, he so he pointed out that that Marjorie Taylor Greene or whatever her name is, she is like a nutcase in Washington. He says, but when he when she is out there actually campaigning, she pretends to be a little more normal than she, than she actually okay. is. And so it's not as it shouldn't be as alarming to people who dislike her. That but she didn't does. she make Milo an intern today? Yeah, she just. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, forget that's that. not normal, lady. Don't listen to the podcast. Don't let, forget it. No. Uh, uh, yeah. And then he he always, so the other thing he was talking about is uh, Raffensperger oh, um, yeah. barely made it right, but I think no he he did he did very well, but he did very well. but he did it with the help of Democrats who were just like, All right, we'll throw you a bone since you. Yeah, I appreciate that, Democrats. Right. Yeah. Like they 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 definitely there was were, some crossover. It, Right, rewarded him for for sticking to his principles, and uh, and that's that's kind of a cool thing. Uh, and then, oh, but yeah, of course, like Kemp absolutely obliterated what's his face, right? Kemp, I mean, people in Georgia are pretty pleased with Kemp. Um, yeah, you yeah. know, he was one of the first governors to come up with a a way of reopening to help out local businesses and he yeah. got flack from Trump from that. Yes. Right. That's crazy. Yeah. Yes. So Erickson went over all of that. And this is the kind of like details that you don't know if you don't live in the state. Right. And it was, it was really fascinating to hear that. And that makes a lot of sense. Like, you know, if, uh, 
if Trump's the guy like criticizing you for opening up, which sounds right. so counterintuitive now, you know, yeah. it's it's just wild. But um, but so it, that's it why also he, helped that Georgia ended up <clears throat> giving back refunds to most of the tax payers <laughs> and it ended up hitting our bank accounts the week before the election. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, that's always good. That's always good. <laughs> that was a nice reminder. Yeah. But, okay, well, let me ask you this. Do you think then the the response to the pandemic in Georgia was like on par with Florida's or was it better? Um, I think it was a little bit less divisive, but basically had uh, the same effect. Yeah. Oh, so, okay. so Kemp very much, you know, said we have to reopen. And he got pushed back from some of the Democratic mayors yeah. that didn't want to reopen. And they had their own rules for their schools. But um, he said, basically, if you're a business, you know, we're going to find ways for you to reopen. Yeah. And I know people that were felt like that saved their business. I know small business owners uh, who oh, felt like that yeah. really saved their business. And that's so great. that goes a long way, you know? Yeah, definitely. And I'll tell you what, that's like, man, that's a tough decision. At that time, you're, it just was not clear what the best thing to do no. was. And, uh, so for, for them to have made the right decision is huge. That's pretty cool. Oh, well, good. I'm glad. Yeah, it's like, you know, it's a, it makes you feel hopeful because uh, people who did good things were rewarded for once right. in the election. So, yeah, that's great. Yeah, and Purdue got absolutely lambasted and embarrassed, and he really, really deserved it. So it kind of it kind of seems like, uh, you know, he he went with the talking points that he was given to make Trump happy, but that there's no way that that was something that Georgians wanted to hear. So it. You know, I mean, you know, it's it's always easy to go back and look at it and be like, oh, this this is obvious now. But people were saying this from before the election. I mean, the 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 in fact, the polls were like, were this is what Erickson said. He said that he talked to the campaign people, uh, Camp's campaign people, and they're like, our polls are so good, we're gonna stop spending money because it's right. Like, there's, there's no use just, wasting it. No, yeah, right. And and so uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's that's pretty amazing. But, wow. You got Stacey Abrams over here talking about how Georgia's oh. like the worst state in the nation. Yeah, what? Oh, come on, man. Oh, like, who is that? Really? Who is that good appeal to? Give me a break. I mean, look, you know the state more than I do, but you can't, like, you cannot expect to be elected no. by, by these, like, MSNBC talking points there. Like, Georgians That's love their state. That's all she has. That is all right. she has. And she actually got out there when it was showing record numbers of people were coming to vote. And she was saying oh. that. Proved that she was right about <laughs> voter impression. Lady, oh, um, do you oh, want to get a job like as a media reporter at the Washington Post? Because the amount of, you know, yeah. frivolity and gaslighting is like yeah. way hard to overcome. Like, Don't like stand there and the tell ev- me that actually <laughs> proves your point. Oh right. My all the all the evidence that this proves my point actually proves my point. Right. And, yeah, it's it was so it was so bad. Um and uh, and that is kind of annoying because uh, because this is like the the big thing that you hear against Republicans, and I don't hear them pushing back on it, and it kind of annoys me that you know 
that they're trying to shut down the black vote and because because they just don't think the voting rights uh, bill is necessary anymore because blacks are voting in greater numbers than even right. you know than any than anybody i mean it's just like well look there was a reason for this and now that reason doesn't exist so let's get rid right. of this bill and that totally makes sense to me and so it gets me really upset because me too my whole state was maligned over the yeah yeah totally yeah right (laughs) and and you know why that you know why that that goes so far is because stupid people just want to believe that the south is racist so if it fits that narrative they just ran like you don't even have you don't have to prove it you just have to say it people are like oh yeah of course georgia's like you know keeping the blacks down like give me a break um oh that was like that's when it came to a head when you have these corporations getting involved in not just not just pushing like social diversity inclusion on their own employees but maligning an entire state and just basically you know saying pretty heinous things about people that aren't true and uh, that was like oh that was over the line for me I, i i have no um compassion for the decisions these businesses are having to make um just get a backbone Get a backbone. Stop. Stop letting, you know, diversity, inclusion, um, you know, social justice warriors run your company. Stop right. cowing down to your employees. What was it? Josh Barrow tweeted something was specific about Washington Post. Here it is. It says it rewards the chaotic culture of insubordination and ensures more and more post-drama will spill into the public. It's the same thing for all of these corporations that are making these business decisions based on a very vocal um, minority of their company and basically maligning their customers, not just like, you know, people that don't have anything to do with them. You're maligning your customers when you lie about them like this. Right. 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 Yeah. I just, I severe, it's very hard for me to believe that that's going to go well in a state like Georgia. And, uh, and if it does, then man, we're all doomed. But I, I just can't believe like, come on. It's not, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's like they, they, they just go so overboard with this stuff. You know, Um, I, I, I do think there's some people that, you know, don't, don't want the teaching of uh, of you know um, stuff in history that's that that makes America look bad. Like they try to prevent that, but but then they just go overboard with their criticism yeah. and they make it seem like I, they just say the craziest crap. Like <laughs> like Republicans are trying to keep um, keep uh, keep the teaching of racism out of like American history. Like that's yeah. insane. Like right. anyone's experience knows it's not true. Like that. It's just, it's so dumb. It's craziness, but it really, they really are depending on their voters just being, you know, um, um, just kind of uh, uh, just going into extremes and believing these extremes right. and that just aren't true and there's no evidence for them. So, yeah, I, yeah, I thought, you know, I'm just really hopeful that, that Kemp is able to, to, uh, to destroy her yet again. I mean, she's going to claim she won anyway. So, of course she know. is. She never, yeah, yeah. she never, you know, claimed otherwise. She thinks she's the governor in her head. One thing that's annoying is about how national reporting on Georgia, it just lacks consistency. So they were mm-hmm. they were praising Secretary of State Raffensperger when he was standing up to Trump post-2020 election. Yeah. And then it was Raffensperger who was saying that this bill in Georgia yes. is, is actually, you know, yeah. 
good for the state. It's not right. doing any of those things that you say. They right. just kind of brush that aside. Like he's yeah. good. He's good when he's standing up against Trump, but he's a racist when he is, you know, delivering a bill that is actually safeguarding our voting and actually increased, you know, um, voting Voter from accessibility. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, you know what? I actually did see him on MSNBC, and they they allowed him to make that argument, and it was like. You know, they didn't shout them down or anything. They just said, all right, you know, like, like prove to us that this isn't what we're saying. So, you know, and, and Erickson points out that he thinks that's one of the reasons he won is because he will go and talk to anybody in his case and he'll do it without screaming or yelling and without any undue, like, uh, insults to yeah. people who are insulting him. You know, right. he's just like, I'm, I'm just going to go anywhere and plead my case. And that's you know, partly why he won. Right. So, um, but no, of course you definitely saw that, you know, people who, who, um, who, uh, who, uh, uh, praised him for standing on principle and then accused him of not standing on principle. Right. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but yeah, well, good for you. Good for your state. My state Thank sucks. You. So <laughs> <laughs> I've been telling you, George is open. Uh, oh, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're, we definitely want to visit. And Charlie, I told you, uh, yes. I would love to visit. I think I've, I think I've driven through, but I've never. I oh yes, you've stopped. driven through. You've driven through. Oh yeah, that's yeah. right. I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's embarrassing. But, uh, <laughs> but I've only like stopped for tea. I think once, and then, uh, and then I just kept going. So yeah, definitely want to go visit, hang out, and uh, yep. there's so much history there. Some of yeah. it not great, but Some a lot. Not great. <laughs> that's just America. Yeah. <laughs> Um, all right. Uh, all right. I got a story for you. Real all quick. right. Can I tell you the story of how I scared some black people? <laughs> oh, no. What did you do? Did you roll out of your ditch choking on nuts? <laughs> Whoa. Calm down. Calm down. All right. That's it. That's it for this podcast. No, this is, we've reached a, we've reached a limit. No. Uh, all right. So, so, uh, I have been, uh, trying to walk more, like a walking a lot. And, uh, like an hour and a half every day, and uh, wow, so, that is a lot. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to get ten thousand steps every day That's on my not easy. my little apple. Yeah, and uh, you know one of the side benefits that I'm finding this is this is really it makes sense. It'll make sense what I tell you, but it doesn't uh, immediately make sense. Okay. If you walk a lot, you will it will naturally help your impatience because you think about your day like. You're always listening to something. You're doing something. You're tweeting. You're doing social media. You're you're working, 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 and then there's stuff to do. You're just always doing something. And right. when you drive somewhere, it's like you got to get from A to B, and you try to get there as quickly as possible. When you stop and walk, it's like in your mind you're just gonna like this is what you're doing. You're not doing anything else. You're right. just gonna walk. And so if some if something like gets in your way and makes your trip longer, you're like, oh great, that's the whole point of walking. Right. Like. It's not, it just kind of changes your mood. But anyway, I scared some black people. So I went to um, one of the places I go to is this place. Uh, there's a uh, thrift store. It's like one of those. It's uh, one of those uh, thrift stores where they have uh, little booths and they rent out the booths to yeah. uh, to board old ladies that have all this junk that they're trying to sell. A lot of junk. 
Wayne stuff, tons of John Wayne stuff, but a lot of other things too, some cool books, some really neat books over there. So I have taken to walking over there and just like perusing all the old ladies' uh, booths. And, uh, and <laughs> that's so bad. It's as bad as what you said. Um, but uh, but anyway, there's always people around, and uh, but I go in the morning, and there's often not a lot of people around, and so there's this black couple, like a little older than me, and uh, and they were walking around, and I was and I have like a little route so I could see all the booths like in the most efficient way, you know, wow. and I happen. Yes, that's the kind of weirdo I am. And I happen to be walking the same way they were. And I'm like looking at booths side to side. And then I look at them and they look at me and I, I just smile at them, you know, like I normally do. But I kept going and I and I was kept I kept going the same way that they were going. You were following them I, around the booths. I was following them when I wasn't. I was just on my pleasant little Mexican walk every morning. <laughs> Uh, but but I could tell the guy like kind of scowled a little bit, and he said something to her, and she like addressed me. She's like, "Hi," and I said, "Hello." <laughs> she said, "Um, are you a dealer?" And I said, "No, I'm just I'm on I'm just walking. I'm on my normal walk, and I love to come to this thrift store." But hi, you know. And then I kept going, and I thought, "Oh no, these black people think I was following them around, and like they thought that I was well, like, I a mean, dealer." Well, I mean, technically, you were following. I, but I, you know what I? But I wasn't doing it for <laughs> to watch them to make sure that they weren't stealing my uh, my old lady products at the booths. Uh, and so I felt really bad. I'm like, this is this is it like going to be a story on Twitter? Somebody will be like, this weird right. Mexican was following us around at the store. Jeez. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, I apologize. I hope they're listeners to the podcast. I hope there there happen to be two of the twenty people that listen to the podcast, and they'll be like, "Oh, that was super Mexican." So, oh wait, can you hold on just a second? Okay, sorry, my son was calling me incessantly. <laughs> he does not like it when I decline the call. <laughs> Neither does super Mexican, apparently. <laughs> we have a lot in common. So, uh, so yeah, I scared black people. I feel bad about it, but uh, but you can't avoid it. And you can, you know, you can't sit there and explain to them like I'm not following you. I'm just, you know. Well, I did explain that, and it did. Right. Oh, well, I could tell they were un, they were unpersuaded. They were unconvinced. Yes. Uh, and I haven't seen them there since. So. Well, stop <sighs> stop doing that. Stop creepily following people around the booths. Yeah. The old lady booths. <laughs> Oh, that sounds really bad if you say it. That's too what I said. It sounded very bad. All right. How much time? Went there to look at their booths. <laughs> what? There's some quality booths there. <laughs> uh, anyway, man, I'm glad Matt is not around on this one. It's <laughs> being really bad. All right. How much time do you got? I have to go because i have to go cook dinner and now call my son back oh, okay all right definitely okay. well why don't you tell everybody what they can find you um at jessica headings not following people or staring at their booths I can tell at, you. <laughs> you could follow me at old lady booths on twitter <laughs> oh no i'm gonna be laughing about that for all day <laughs> choking on almonds and staring at Old lady booths. <laughs> right. Take care. Right. Talk to you later. Talk to you. Bye. <laughs>